0: what's up what's going on what's up with iggy everyone's asking what's up with iggy igloo everyone's asking what's up with iggy igloo i'ma show you What's up? This is Iggy Igloo. You're listening to What's Up with Iggy Igloo. Welcome to the show. Thanks for putting your ears on it. Sure do appreciate it. While you're listening, subscribe to the podcast. Click on the RSS, the little antenna-looking thing, um, right by the post, right by where it is. It will um, let you know when I come out with new episodes every week. This is the fourth episode. It's been... A lot of fun to start making them. I'm going to keep it going. Keep it going at least for a year or two is my plan. Got a good show for you this week. Got some describing memes from Facebook. Got a few funny ones. There's a Pokemon meme in there. Practical advice from Grant Saban. He's our last week's guest. And he gave us some good advice Um. Really proud to share it with you. I hope it helps. Our song of the week this week comes from Tone Ranger. My friend Alex lives down near Santa Fe and makes electronic dance music. I met him at camp at Standing Rock while I was was there a couple of years ago. He brought a recording studio to camp and he set it up to record the people singing and to help out. I helped... I co-hosted a radio show out of that studio while I was at camp. It was a lot of fun. We had a good talk about his music and his song, Lifeblood. It's a beautiful song that I'm really stoked to share with you. You're going to love it. I had some interviews lined up for this week, and it didn't pan out. So I figured I would do a story on what I've been up to. And it's what's up with the ig- igloo after all, you know. So it's like, what am I up to? Well, my mom gave me a couple of my grandpa's old ham radios recently, and I uh, am formulating a plan to get back on the air. Ham radio is a set of frequencies allotted by the FCC for amateur use, you got to have a license for it, and it's a Whole scientific community to study how antennas work and how we send information to communicate with each other. A lot of the digital modes, um, um, a lot of the digital modes of communication that we use today, even on our cell phones, that technology was um, discovered, not discovered, but worked. All of the bugs of it were worked out in the ham radio community. And it's exciting to get back into that. I worked on making an antenna. And I have a story for you on that. It is the first installment of the segment Ham Radio Adventures. I'll be sharing with you my adventures in... Getting on the air and what I learn about radio waves—it's really exciting. Before I get to the show, go to iggyaglue.com to the bottom of any of the pages. There's a tip jar there. Press that button. Put put a nickel or a quarter or twenty bucks into the tip jar there. It's um, it helps me out greatly to get around and to get the show going and on its feet and rolling well. Much appreciative. I uh, put in a lot of work to make this show for you. I'm going to do it either way. So don't feel pressured. But I do love love the support and help. It makes me feel so good. And it makes my belly feel so good. Anywho, I'm going to get to the first Segment which is called Ham Radio Adventures here for you now on What's Up with Iggy Igloo. According to the ARRL website, amateur ham radio is a popular hobby and service that brings people, electronics, and communication together. People use ham radio to talk across town, around the world, or even into space, all without the internet or cell phones. It's fun, social, educational, and can be a lifeline in times of need. It Basically, it's a way to use utilize the radio waves the FCC has allotted certain frequencies for amateur use as there are frequencies for commercial use like the radio stations you listen to or the airplane communication systems and so forth it's been around for a long time over a hundred years since we've been figuring how to use radio waves. basically a radio wave is an electric current and a magnetic current oscillated oscillated with each other back and forth, and that creates a wave, an electromagnetic wave. And you can take that wave and attach attach uh, information to it, albeit your voice or just a dot on and off like CW, which is Morse code, which is the most basic of the digital modes. There is countless ways to utilize those radio waves to communicate information from one station to the other. Recently, I was given my grandfather's old ham radios. He was a ham radio operator when he was alive. His first call sign was WB9BH, and then AA9M was his call sign later in his life. I first got into ham radio when I was a kid, I got my license, oh, I don't know, 20 years ago or so and fell out of it for a while as life happens and recently, more recently, six years ago, I got, I retook my technician exam and got my license. Now my call sign is k E0, BBD, Kilo, Echo, Zero, Bravo, Bravo, Delta. And so I'm working to get back into it and get back on the air to experiment with radio waves so that I can understand better how we communicate as humans, how our phones and the internet works. I'm here at OEM, the Electronics Parts store about to pick up a PL59 259 connector to make a quarter wave ground plane antenna for use in the field with my newly acquired Icom IC-25A a 25 watt 2 meter radio two meters is how long the wave takes to make one full oscillation that's how they um, that's how they signify what frequency you're using is how long or short the wave is so i'm going to get a connector and go to the shop and make an antenna with you and we'll see if it works here on What's Up. So, an update on my quarter wave ground plane 2 meter ham radio antenna project. I just left the shop. I was unsuccessful at making the antenna today. I... Um, ran into some hurdles, I guess. I did make a feed line for my radio for an antenna. was successful at that, attaching the PL259 connectors, the um, plugs on the end of the cable to them. And the antenna, I have the connector for the feed point and it I should make a support for that to screw it in to have the radials come out of it and it was a little frustrating kind of I lost my keys in the process and dropped the washers at the shop and had to clean those up And I figured I would just try again because I haven't done this. I haven't partaken in any amateur radio projects in six years, I think. Five, yeah. And so it's nice to get back to it and I don't expect to um, succeed my first time. So I'll try... Again, later, I was gonna, I was looking forward to getting on the air and showing you guys what it sounds like. I might do that with my handheld later, but um, we, we'll see. I gotta go to dinner at my sister's house, and so uh, I'm gonna call the experiment, um, call, call it a day for the experiment. Thanks, guys. What's up? If you want to find out more on amateur radio, check out a dot that's Alpha Romeo Romeo Lima dot Oscar Romeo Golf A-R-R-L Dot org. You can get it. Get more information or send me an email. We could talk about it. It's a, uh, you know, we're. I'm. I'm learning too. It's, but it's a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed that. Next up on What's Up with Iggy Igloo, we have describing memes from Facebook. This week I've got some good ones. Here you go. Check it out on What's Up with Iggy Igloo. Welcome to another exciting edition of Describing Memes from Facebook. This week I've got a few good ones. This first one comes from my friend Larry Whittle. in North Dakota. It's a picture on top of it the words say. My kids came in and told me there was water coming from the laundry room. They said it looked like it started at the washer. I rushed in to find this bunch of comedians in my house and then the picture is a line of water bottles leading to the washer gotta love the kids next one next meme up this week comes from my friend Piper from the page pun hub it is a pun there's a guy at a checkout counter with a can of black flag wasp and hornet killer and he asks is this good for wasps and the lady behind the counter says no it kills them (laughs) next up on describing memes from facebook i've got a Meme from my friend Sonia. It is a Bill and Ted meme. If you remember Bill and Ted's excellent adventure and bogus journey. They're pretty cool dudes, if I say so myself. First one, it says, Ted, what's capitalism? And then Ted says, those are the big letters, dude. <laughs> I like that one. All right, next up on describing memes from Facebook. Here's a little comic for you, my friend John Fowl posted. It's a guy getting hit in the back of the head with a Pokeball. Someone out in the back of the outside of the frame says, "Hey, watch out!" And then it sees the guy getting sucked into the pokeball he's like a dad you know and the pokemon trainer says huh i think i caught your dad and this lady with her kid says return my husband now and the trainer says trying to steal my pokemon huh and then he says i choose you and he throws the pokeball and the dad comes out and he goes richard gilmore rich Richard, and then the Pokemon trainer says, "Use Quick Attack," and then it shows the dad uh, checking and tackling the uh, the wife and kid. And the last uh, panel it says, "Who's that Pokemon?" That's it for describing memes from Facebook. Tune in next week for more fun and awesome memes called from the internet by yours truly enjoy this week's song of the week comes from new mexico artist tone ranger we had a talk on the phone about his song lifeblood here it is for you on what's up with iggy igloo
1: (laughs)
2: So my name is Alex Simon, and I make dance music under the name Tone Ranger. It's kind of this uh, out there, psychedelic, uh, southwestern desert dance music that I weave together out here in a town outside of Santa Fe called Glorieta, New Mexico.
0: Alex, what's up with Lifeblood?
2: So, Lifeblood is a track that uh, I actually started about 10 years ago. There's a a part in the track, kind of the climax, uh, a few minutes in where you hear the violins really take the lead, and uh, that melody came to me in a dream that I had 10 years ago, and I, I remember it so vividly. I remember a dream. I was, I was out in Santa Fe for the first time. I had only been there once before in my life. And, um, I walked into this cantina in the dream, just, uh, just kind of found this place out in the desert and, um, heard this song that the band on stage was playing. And it was like this weird, surreal, mariachi band that you'd see Mm. in a David Lynch movie. Like everything was just so bizarre about it. And I remember uh, going outside of the cantina and seeing all these cacti out in the desert, like lighting up and glowing neon. And I woke up from that dream and I remembered that song. And it was the first song that I ever really tried to record. Um, I bought a microphone and um, I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so I can play a bunch of instruments and kind of experimented with layering different things and got it to sound pretty much like it sounded in the dream. And that kind of started my whole push into um, into recording and layering and doing all that kind of stuff. And that was before I really started making dance music and, um, so lifeblood was kind of just coming full circle with that song. Cause I, like when I had that dream, that was before I had moved out to New Mexico and, uh, started making music out here. And when, when I did move out here to make music, I started making the dance music and I started, I started playing dance floors. And so I wanted to find a way to weave that song, that dream song, onto the dance floor just to really come full circle and be like, whoa, like, I mean, like, this is what I was dreaming before I got here. This is kind of what led me out here. And so I, I got to, I, I've gotten to play that song on the new Mexican dance floors and there's just something so surreal about that. And, um, yeah just fulfilling in a in a different kind of way not just like okay like it's good that people are dancing and not just good that like you know i i wrote this thing and um you know i come from a classical background so like a violin piece is is usually like chamber music but to see it come to life out there with the people here um has been uniquely fulfilling so um that's a little that's a little rundown of the story of lifeblood. Yes. Which thanks, man. And that, that came out a year ago. Uh released it on a label called Jumpsuit Records. Um that came out in the March of twenty nineteen. Mm. And it's about a year later now. I'm hard at work on uh some other music that I've been making, but uh that's definitely one of my favorites
0: Heck yeah Yeah I'm excited to have it on the show
2: Yeah man I'm excited for people to hear it
0: That's pretty great Uh, Where can people find your music?
2: So people can find my music on Spotify Um, uh, Just type in Tone Ranger To be able to find it You'll see me in a cowboy hat And you can look on Uh, I mean, wherever you listen to music, SoundCloud's good, Apple's good. Um, If you want to follow more of the journey stuff about how the music is made, you can do that on Instagram and Facebook. My handle is at ToneRangerMusic, and I'll post things that I'm working on in the studio Or I'll be, I I like to record kind of out in the wilderness whenever I can. And I I bring these sounds in, bring them onto the dance floor. So I track some of that process, um, which I I like to share with people because it's, you know, electronic music in particular can be so anonymous sometimes. Like with Mm a DJ, you don't even know if it's the DJ who's making the music or the DJ who's playing somebody else's music. Mm -hmm. But I like to make it very clear to people that this music comes from a place. This music comes from the world. It's not even just the instruments that it comes from. It's, It's like the it's the sound, like I'll record the sound of snow falling and that'll make it into a track or the rustle of some leaves or the sound of coyotes. Um, So to give people a little window into that recording world, uh, I I really love doing that. So y'all can check it out there. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's check out, let's check out Lifeblood by Tone Ranger here on What's Up with the Igloo. It was a beautiful song. You can check out more Tone Ranger, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Um, Find him on Facebook or Instagram at Tone Ranger. He said it in the interview as well. Hope you enjoyed that song. For our practical advice for working artists this week, I asked Grant Sabin to give us some good advice to help inspire you to create better art or create art that makes you feel better. Without further ado, here's my friend Grant Sabin with our
3: practical advice for working artists on What's Up with the Gia Glue. The biggest, like, piece of advice that I would give is that, like, if you are doing music and you, or really any type of art and you catch yourself, like, trying to be somebody, like, you should stop what you're doing and try to do something, you know? Because, like, doing something is really, like, an actual practical ambition and being somebody other than just some regular person that wakes up every day is like not a practical ambition if that makes sense you know and then on a more practical level i would say that like um one of the biggest things for me recently is just like really locking down my gear and my tone and really like understanding uh what my tone is and what that feels like and how that changes the way your guitar responds and stuff like that and i think that's a really important thing just because I feel like your playing and your tone and everything is just, it's, that's how, you know, your expression is presented to the audience, so locking down your, your gear and what you like is important, I think. I would say that, um, if you're going out and touring, then, um, you should probably make it as boring as you possibly can and, like, get a lot of sleep and drink a lot of water and don't drink too much and like, um, try to be healthy and hydrated on the road because that's, um, that's a good thing and try not to spend a lot of money either. Um, well, there is, I feel like the way that I used to get shows before, you know, anybody like, before I had any connections around town to get shows or anything like that, I would just kind of like walk into a place and talk to somebody and say, I want to have a show here, you know, and... Things are a little bit different now, just because you can, like, you can share links with people on Facebook, and it's like you can get a hold of people in so many different ways. But I would just say that, like, you're not gonna get the gig if you don't ask for it. If if nobody's asking you for the gig, then you have to ask for it. And um, if they say no, then that's fine. That's just one gig, you know. And you're gonna get a lot of no's, you know, but um, if you don't ask, then you're not gonna get the gig. So it's definitely better to just put a lot of groundwork, you know, into just like going out there and um, and talking to people about your project and trying to get some, some gigs lined up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially if you can play for like three or four hours, then you can do a lot of, you can do a lot of paying gigs right away. You know, you can actually, Um, You know, you can start playing in breweries and bars and stuff like that and get paid to do so if you have that much material, so that's another good tip.
0: That is our show for this week. I want to thank Tone Ranger for for lending me his song and talking with us about it. Pretty, pretty cool. I want to thank Grant, Grant Sabin for the advice as well. I hope it helped you out. Tune in next week for more. What's up with Iggy Igloo? Want to figure out what I'm gonna do I've got some interviews in the works I don't want to spoil it for you or for me so I will just leave you in suspense about it (laughs) either way it's gonna be a great show next week I might have a writer on I might get a hold of my friend in utilities I might come up with an awesome idea for a segment but I know there will be more advice and more describing memes from Facebook that's a lot of fun to make I can do that whenever and I will yeah I'll talk to you ne- next week have a wonderful wonderful week remember love your life love your music love your family and don't forget to drink some water take it easy everybody